Hello. <laughs> Show started. <laughs> okay, okay. So as uh, my shock, the, the shock rock jock uh, got us again. I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay. Is that what he meant by getting us <laughs> new new theme song? Okay. Well, I'm good with it. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Uh, some some behind-the-scenes comedy covering over carrying over to the the front of the show thank you everyone for showing up um so much fun today asha you have a you got a copy can you hear me okay yes i hear your beautiful voice and a very um, playful day to everybody (laughs) thank you for doing this um so i know we talked yesterday and i have a feeling you didn't really tell me what you're going to cover today and I know that um, I'm just so, so thrilled. Um, I know I speak for so many people, uh, how brave you are and how uh, noble you have been uh, to me and to so many others. And um, uh, using um, your, your abilities to see the truth and, again, uh, to remind everybody for the people.space if it's uh, – if if it's published on there, uh, that is an example of how conscious consciousness can vet uh, information, and you're all getting that information back. But what I uh, I feel you're going to discuss today, I I think I have uh, I think I have a I'm going to tip my hand and see if I got it right. But um, I'm going to do it in a real quick song that everybody should recognize real quick, if you don't mind. Is that okay? Oh, I'm so excited. Please, please go Okay. Ahead. Now, what you can do with um, harmonics and resonant frequency of a spirit is um, you can vet it pretty good if you get enough of it, even if you're just learning to, to read uh, the signature of another spirit. And let's see if, uh, let's see how we do today. <clears throat> There's a little black spot on the sun today. It's the same old thing as yesterday. I stood here before inside the pouring rain. The world turned in circles, running around my brain. I'm always hoping that you'll end this rain. I guess I'll always be the king of pain. How'd I do? That really stings. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So. Excellent. So so now, so now we get to play with this so we can use this. uh, Now, am I close to what you're going to talk about today? Of course. Of course. All right. And um, it is so fun to see us collaborate. Um, throughout the days here, um, we're getting, we're all, all, all the groups that we're working with and so forth, we're all getting closer, aren't we? It's really exciting the way it's all coming together in synchronicity. Yeah. And we just feel what we want to, you know, work on what we don't want to work on. And it's just, it's just amazing. It just never, ever fails. And I'm so sorry that I took over the show with my um, my ambition, my embellishment, my desire to learn how to sing. 
Why, why would you apologize? That is... <laughs> <laughs> So I, I have to realize, recognize that I am in entertainment, obviously. So <laughs> anyway, um, please, please direct me um, what you want to chat with me about today and or everybody else in the, in the universe we're playing in. Well, thank you for that introduction. That was stunning and heart opening. And I would like to address, first of all, Quite a few people write in and, and comment that they're having a hard time and they're in pain and they're in, let's say, lack and they're kind of stuck in their head because they're afraid. So I have a little analogy that might help them, but I would like to see if you would like to share something first to give them some support. When you say pain, what do you, what do you mean by that? Give me an example. I guess what, what they're what a lot of them are saying is fear and very uncomfortable with the changes, with the awareness of what was false and and uh, how to cope with the truth. Yeah, it's 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 quite a leap we're going through, wouldn't you say? Yes, and it's a bigger leap every day. Yeah, it's a big spread, and 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 that's and that is really um, my passion is to be be a conduit. We we will uh, we will see. Um, at the risk of being repetitive and redundant, um, this uh, this type of human, um, and there are many. This one is really well designed for remembering everything and perpetuating. And now, now the environment that you're in, in the, at least the Western world, the modern world, we might call it, is really well designed to, to uh, exaggerate that. And so uh, all the emails, all the bills that come in, in, into your life, uh, identity, identity, identity um, is uh, uh, not only recorded in your mind, it's epigenetically recorded in your body. And so you're at the end of the road now, which is a beautiful story, where you're sorting it out. And this is what you all might call the ascension cycle. And it is uh, brilliantly uh, supporting you. And so that leap of faith, the only thing you need to focus on now, and I've practiced and practiced in this type of body for you, I guarantee you all you have to do is choose what you prefer each day. And if you don't prefer it, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if you choose what you prefer each day, things are going to be really smooth now because you're so much more powerful than you were say a thousand years ago you're very strong now and of course what comes with that is when you choose things you don't prefer you're really getting what you don't don't prefer you really do get it and so it, it is fun for me i've played with it both sides of the fence so i could validate my my statement you really can you really can do this you can really just dream your wildest dream and it will come true if in this lower frequency so to speak if you actually put one step forward towards it so i hope that helps 
absolutely excellent, perfect platform for what I was going to share. Thank you. So there was a, a story I read about 20 years ago, and it was about a gentleman who lost his job. And he was so terrified his wife would leave him with the child. So, of course, she did. And then he couldn't pay his bills. He was going to lose his home. He wasn't feeling well. And he became extremely depressed. So he decided he would commit suicide. And he lived in a city with a large bridge, very high bridge. So he got in his car, determined to go jump off the bridge. And he came to a stoplight. And he glanced over and there was a man mowing his lawn. And he noticed the man didn't have any arms. And in that moment, everything flipped from his head to his heart. And he realized if this guy can mow his lawn and garden his garden without arms, I have arms, I have legs, I have fingers and toes, I have eyes that can see, I'm going to start over. And then he became much more successful with a much more uh, successful, let's say, or harmonious relationship with a new person. And he started to live just through that gratitude, a gratitude of what he has, what he has to offer, how much, how much he has. So he flipped from I have nothing to I have everything, just from going from his head to his heart. Yeah, that's a great story. And then he's then he made the movie Spinal Tap. <laughs> I didn't know no, that. No, no I, I don't know. That's true. Um, I, uh, it's a long story. Um, obviously the best band in the world, but anyway, um, that is outstanding story is, is to, um, watch how spirit creates, um, an avenue for you all the time. It just, it, it, it'll sneak in if you're too, too much in the mind. It, it, it always prevails. And that stimulation um, the opportunity to observe stimulation would look like optimism, and I, I always use the word excitement. But the, the spirit will go hold hold the phone hold the phone, man. Just hang on. You got this. It, it'll always give you a chance. It'll always it'll always jump in and go pump the brakes. Okay, let's look the other way. And, and we, we, we always recover. You don't have a choice, do you? No, and you don't No, It's just the light will take you. It's just never, it's just, it's, it's unstoppable. And so that's my great encouragement. That's a, that's a really fun story. I assume um, everyone has one of those. Uh, Certainly I have those too is, um, It's a great example of how the mind will make you go hairy carry uh, when you get absorbed. And I'll, uh, un- unfortunately, I'm going to compartmentalize it into that. That's how we get abducted. That's not a normal way of our our spirit working within us. We're reacting to our biosphere, the the, the env- excuse me, the environment that we're promoting. In many cases, we're we created these cities. We created the internet. We've, we've created all these things around us to distract us. Um, there's so much opportunity, so much opportunity to have fun. And um, thank you for bringing that up. Um, cool. The show's over. I like it. It's a light day. <laughs> 
Now, this may have uh, inspired in you one of your very important stories, which you may or may not want to share about overcoming an intense challenge beautifully throughout all of this. Did you want to go there? Um, you might have to remind me because I don't remember anything. What, what would that challenge be? <laughs> Maybe we won't go there until I don't want to remind you on the air. <laughs> well, it's so dangerous. I'm so dangerous. I was just talking to my uh, noble uh, team yesterday, day before. And I said, um, you know, how come you say some wacky stuff sometime? And I go, because I really don't care what I say. Like there's no consequences to it because it's already gone. Everything I just said. Um, give me a hint. Give me a hint. If you don't mind. Uh, that was, was funny. See, another joke. No one gets. Well, how do you know? Don't mind. People aren't laughing. You don't know if they're not laughing or not. That's true. That's true. Okay. Got it. That's okay. true. So in my story, something was taken away from the, the man mowing the lawn. Um, now there was something that was. I'll, okay, I'll just say you were attacked and something happened. Did you wanna? Did you wanna talk about how you coped with the circumstances? Um, uh, are you saying recently? No, two, two, three years ago. <laughs> um. Wow, you're on the ball. I don't remember ever telling you that. Um. Very good. Very good. The. Uh, Asha, you're amazing. So amazing. Um, yeah, so uh, when you um, start uh, looking at uh, the drama in your life, as an example, uh, and we won't go into details with um, the event that Asha's uh, leaning me towards, but when, when you go through, um, you know, um, we might call it uh, uh, travesties or great trauma. And uh, uh, fortunately and unfortunately, I get to be your uh, crash, crash test dummy uh, for spirit and how it, how it recovers. And, and here's the very, very, very short version. Uh, spirit doesn't need to recover. Your body, your physicality is the one recording all the events. And so spirit is, is falling. It's, it's very rare um, for a spirit to have a scar, uh, to have to go into uh, hibernation. Not to say that it wouldn't uh, appreciate it, but you got to re remind yourself that the physicality that you're experiencing is, is designed to have unbelievable um, texture. You can feel so much in these bodies, and that, that's a very positive thing. Um, but it's not a very positive thing when you're in a negative uh, experience, but uh, uh, obviously preaching to the choir for all of you. The way uh, I recovered is, in many situations, is to not do anything is to just sit there and watch the mind react to the experience or the event. And so when you, when you sit there, uh, assuming that you can find 
what many people this last week and other weeks, uh, when you can find that void between observing thought and being thought, um, our recording systems are really designed to put you in trauma every single thought. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry if this is news to you. The genetic engineers who made this type of human are trying to enhance uh, uh, trauma. And they're working really hard right now to even make a better traumatic uh, uh, human, believe it or not. So once you understand the game and um, you understand the, the way the, the brain interacts with its environment, it's really, really hyperactive at recording. It's a memory bank epigenetically and uh, epigenetics, of course, carry over to, to the brain. So if you stop thinking is, is the only value I really bring in many cases is I have my memories back because I, I learned how to stop thinking. And this is why uh, traumas and or travesties are so, um, so well absorbed. Not only because we've come down the end of the line that this is the longest this type of human's ever made it, but now you have even more of us here doing the same thing over and over and over and over again in, in what we might call traumas. But that epigenetic recording system, it's got 2,000 plus years of recording. And so you're reliving the same traumas over and over again, even though your spirit, the, the body's changing and the genetics are changing and elevating, but your spirit hasn't changed. It's always right there. It's always in perfect shape. So to um, point to what I experienced and what, what I, uh, I observed and the practice that I put into place was to not make a decision. Don't make any choices until you absolutely, absolutely can't wait to do it. So whether it's, and, and, and I exaggerated it, and I exaggerated it uh, for this very message today. Uh, believe it or not, years ago, I said, well, if I can do it, if I can, if I can recover from something that, that I don't un- understand how it happened to me, why it happened to me, but really start evaluating, why did I make these decisions? Did it come from my heart? Did I really want to go do those things? to put me in that position or was I demanded to do it or was I reacting to somebody else's decisions and so forth. And so, and then, so I put it into play and I I decided to only, only open the door of my bedroom unless I was really excited to do it. And then eventually I was really excited to open the front door. And then eventually I was excited to, walk down the street, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, as semantical as it is, my words, it really works. And so I watched the synchronicity of everything that I introduced into my life just start from loving every choice. And I assure you, I would not be on this radio show today if I did not love doing this. Does that answer your question, seer of truth? Thank you for sharing that. I'm going to do a real quick translation for just 
And then I'd love your feedback on the translation of what you just said. You got to coach me. I already forgot it. Thank you. Okay. Okay. So my translation is some physical ability was taken away from you. And instead of going with that, you infused your spirit, lived through your spirit. So you didn't actually have to experience the physical disability. And then the physical disability started to go away. So are you, are you talking about when I became blind? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so that is a true story. So you've been talking to a blind man for the last several years. And um, it was induced by trauma. And I realized I, I still was excited to do things. And so, so as you can imagine, how incredibly... Um, how incredibly proud I am to get to practice it and now, now do my best to teach, teach people that um, the opportunities don't stop just because your body has gone through a trauma and you just are so excited to do things. You still are excited to do things. And um and I'll never stop, and you'll never stop. You don't have a choice in that. You're, you're going to go. Thank you for putting me. You just you just had to do that, didn't you? You just had to get that out for everybody, huh? That will be so helpful, I would feel. <laughs> you know, because here's Q, who has been blind this whole time, helping people. <laughs> so, so you're saying, so now they know why I don't write back on the email? <laughs> <laughs> Well, what you did is you infused your spirit to see, correct? So you could you started to see even more profoundly without your eyes. Uh, I, I, what I really saw was who was who really loved me. I got to see who really, really cares, and that's uh, the beauty of not being able to see is you get to slow everything down, and obviously. Um, your other senses get much stronger and uh, it's, it's a beautiful tool. It's a beautiful tool. And uh, so, you know, the people that sign up for project with Q as an example, or inspire with Q, um, you know, they're doing it because they want to do it. They really, they don't, people don't, don't do this much research and really buy into what's going on until they actually get it. They're like, so, you know, this is, a, this is quite a big leap of information um, that we are all, all publishing and it's time for us. Now we get to do this. And um, you always surprised me, Asha. I didn't, I didn't expect you to, to, to do that. And then you know that I have to be brutally honest uh, and you demand that of me, and I love it, and I love it. Why did you want to, why did you want to say that today for everybody? Because most people, including myself, if that had happened, would lose a lot of hope. And I didn't get for a nanosecond that you ever lost hope. You got excited about the possibilities. And that's the, the message here. It doesn't matter what you feel is against you. If you get excited about the possibilities, it's all going to work out. Yeah. Um, now, now, now it's kind of fun to show you how powerful you are. So um, all of us can control weather. 
All of us can control time. All of us can control great intentions, emotions, and so forth. Um, when you can't see, you can drive a car. And I have. And I have many, many, many times. Because what you're able to see is the energetics of all the people around you, all the individuals, all of life. You can see a tree when you can't use your eyes. You can see a plant. You can see the road. See, it has a different, it has a different frequency, the, the, the curb, and then where the curb blends into, let's say, a lawn or, or a, a, a hedge. You can see those energetics are different. And so you, you have to practice a bit. Um, for me, I, I had to um, just kind of play around with it. Obviously, you have the benefit. And I, I wouldn't say, so for me, I was, uh, I, I would say you would measure my blindness. I had maybe 15, 20% I could see. So for the most part, I couldn't see your face. And depending on how I would look, out the one eye that had a portion of, of eyesight, I could probably see it move. I could see the light move a little bit, but for the most part, uh, I wasn't able to see. And, and I, I get a lot of help now, but um, the, I guess what I really want to say about it is you're, you're able to understand um, multi-frequency awareness and dimensional uh, visibility you're feeling your infrastructure your dimension uh, the, these words are so incomplete i'm so sorry but everything's alive your air is alive everything is living and you created it everything you're envisioning right now was created by you and your surroundings that tree wants to be a tree and you want to be you seeing the tree. You both created that dimensional reality instantly without deliberation instantly. And it moves and it flows just like the ocean. Everything is moving, creating. It's only going forward. Do you, you, do you think I captured the uh, story? I don't think, but I can feel you did. <laughs> okay. Almost got you. I almost got you. Almost <laughs> you didn't got even you. come close to getting me. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I know. I know. I'm playing with a pro. I'm playing with a pro. <laughs> so thank you. And thank you so much for, for revealing that and uh, being so authentic and beautiful and open. And it, it's extremely helpful for me. So I imagine it must be very helpful for other people. So thank you for that. Yeah, I, I, um, um, I feel it made me stronger as it got worse, basically. <laughs> it went, okay, so this is, this is another opportunity to experience what it's like to be in a human. And, and in this type of human, I should say. So most of the higher frequency uh, styles of mammalins, you can heal almost instantly. So I, I know we like to delineate between dimensional numbers because it's easier to, 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 to identify with um, the dimensions in a, in a ladder, so to speak. And that, that's not accurate. Um, it's, it's far broader than that. 
And um, so the opportunity um, to observe that in this body compared to the other bodies, first of all, um, your smartest person, your your greatest genius here, um, you, you you can't believe how much more capability you have when you're not in these bodies. It's unmeasurable. And so your capabilities when you're not in these bodies, uh, the, the way we heal uh, in different bodies is instant always. And you can change shape, you can change form instantly. And you're doing it now, but you're not remembering you're doing it. So w- much of my conversations have to do with uh, there's no such thing as time. So you're not having past lives in respect and appreciation that there's no time you're having choices and in this case is this type of mammalin you're not in control of your choices they're tricking you into getting into another body over and over and over and over again another body another body another body in the same time and and when you look at yourself outside of this reality, you're absolutely able to choose what you want to be in any, in any given moment. There's no such thing as time. So if you want to instantly be an elephant, you're instantly going to be an elephant. That's how powerful you are. You're super fast. You're, you're faster than you, can, you cannot measure your desire your excitement. You cannot measure that. There's no delineation of time. So here on earth, which was a light planet. Now, now, uh, arguably, uh, we're taking it back. They capitalized on an, a planet that is extremely high frequency, extremely neutral to any, any programming extremely neutral to any dogma, extremely neutral to uh, anything but a creative force. If you want to create garbage, I'm a planet. If you want to create uh, absolute uh, utopia, I'm a planet. Um, that's that's um, what's so amazing about light planets. They're completely higher dimensional from the get-go, and we're the only ones that usually hinder them. Yes, you can see. Does that make sense? Yes, very good information. Thank you. And just in case other people are concerned about your eyes, you you are almost healed. Is that correct? That is correct. So, so work working hard, not working hard. So, recalibrating, reconfiguring my body is still an opportunity to use me as a model for how we heal. So I'm always testing myself. To, uh, I'm not kidding. I did not brush my teeth for one year. I wanted to proof. I know you guys, I know you guys are all freaking out now. I know that. That's cool. You know, so was he running around with barnacles on his teeth? No, no, I was not running around with barnacles on my teeth. Um, but I wanted, to, I wanted to test out the dental industry because I live next door to a, a, a very, very successful dentist. I go... You know, I, I think this whole dentist thing is, is BS. I, I just think you're, you're ripping. I don't, okay, because I, cause I know what it's like to be an animal. I know what it's like to be a lion. I know what it's like to be a whale. 
and I don't see them going to the dentist and they're not losing their teeth. So I'm going, okay, I'm eating the same thing as the killer whales. I love salmon. I love fish, right? So how come they're not losing their teeth? Um, well, I, I'm, I, I'm, it's the dental industry. It's the way we've been indoctrinated. But now I'm not endorsing not brushing. Okay, that's not that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying that why are we ripping the enamel off the coatings of our teeth with a, uh, a high pressure, a pressure washer, a mouth pressure washer, and a buffing compound? I, I knew that's what's killing our teeth. And then, of course, all the fluoride that goes in our toothpaste. But that that's that's what i would like to share is i just love testing out the 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 reaction our body has in the environment we have so that we can uh we assume i'll be of some help excellent thank you and that inspired you know during the 60s the dentists had this great idea that they would paint the children's teeth with fluoride and so those kids from the 60s now all have brown teeth. They can't figure out why they have no enamel <laughs> left. Yeah, I, I even went a little farther. So I, I started getting into the education systems in almost, in almost every discipline. I, I go really deep into the education systems. And wh- how do we get, and, and having uh, you know, professors in my genetic family, how did, how did we get down the road here? And I started studying that, that industry, um, how, how the modern medical industry has um, real, the, the deception in it is brilliant. It's so, so good. It's, it, we all understand it now, of course. We have so many great doctors speaking up now. The, uh, the deception that that I got to when I started looking at the kids getting trained in in dental school, they're showing them videos of of deer. This is how brilliant this is. They're showing videos of deer as the dentists all stand up and say, "No, they're not." Okay, that it at least on on in North America, there's a lot of videos where deer are drinking fluoridated water in Montana. And it's a pretty old video now. And so they, they cook the books with these kids like, oh, my gosh, the deer are not losing their teeth because they're drinking fluoride. Let's fill everybody up full of fluoride. And they're right because uh, fluoride, fluoridation, uh, fluoride does strengthen the, the, the bones, at least the mouth bones, uh, for a limited time, which then makes them break down. Uh, because they hyper exaggerate the growth of the teeth and there's better people to talk about than me. But um, I have the, uh, also the experience of working in the chemical industry. And I have seen, I have seen a, a fluoride truck um, lose its uh, supply valve. And before it could get uh, isolated and turned off, compartmentalized, approximately um, 100 gallons of fluoride uh, went on the pavement, a very, very, very uh, uh, industrious uh, pavement, very thick, uh, about six feet thick because it's a chemical plant. Um, Fluoride went into that cement and made a hole in about um, 30 seconds and made a hole until there was no more concrete, gone. 
gone. So if there's any, if, if you want to play with fluoride and or, uh, I would consider that one of the most toxic chemicals you have on your planet. So I don't know why we would put that in our body. And, and certainly we can find a more beautiful topic to talk about. Yes, and moving right along. Thank you for that information. Anyone who needed to hear that heard that. That's great. <laughs> so you have su- such a wealth of knowledge about everything. It's, it's really awesome. Maybe I'm just lying, though. Maybe I'm just making it up. You couldn't lie to save your life. <laughs> I'm trying, trying to miss, trying to lie to myself every day. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, I like all of that so that I can be of help. And, you know, I, it's really to be optimistic about the future. We, we're just doing it. We're actually doing it. We're doing what we prefer now. We, we don't want to eat rocks anymore. We want to, you know, it's that, I'm just saying that it's just fun to be absolutely light and goofy and just have so much fun skipping down the road. That's my suggestion. Love it. Okay. So my next point is going to be uh, in the cue drops, there was a common statement, you have more than you know. And what I do often is I'll listen to what you say and I'll write it down. And then if I don't quite comprehend the depths of what you're saying, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can find an analogy for what you might mean. And there was something you said, which is your knowledge from source, from the light in your heart right now and all you have to do is translate it into an experience and an expression of your authentic self so i found an analogy that i felt really helped me and i wanted to share it with the people so they could maybe find analogies themselves in their life can't wait to hear it but how do you know i'm the real q (laughs) well your name's q who cares about the rest (laughs) all right all right Cool. Uh, got to hear. I got to hear. it. can't wait. You're incredible. You are so incredible. <laughs> so, you, so is everybody, right? We're all so incredible. Okay. Um, so when the outer world and what you want feel out of reach, of course, you always say go within. So I had some dear friends that had a dog. The dog's name was Tundra and she was a great dog and they had a big property and the property was fenced in, so they would go to work every day and come back, and the dog would be there. Well, one day the dog got free, and it had a little bit uh, – it was too playful with some of the chickens and the neighbors, and that was a disaster. Big traumatic event, and uh, so the dog was – there was a huge wall put up to help the dog stay in. Everything was fine for six months, and the dog got out. And this time, more chickens and some pet ducks and the llama. And it was just there – was, there was some – major sadness and trauma so this was a really big deal that the dog could never ever get out again because it would be the end of many things so the dog was inside this big uh house they made for it that you know a fence so they could it could see out and everything but you know you could just feel when i went to visit i could feel the dog just wanted to run like the wind so uh i had a good relationship with this dog so i took the dog out into the woods and you know, we have a really good compatibility. So I knew she wasn't going to run and we got to the top of the mountain and she seemed really, really happy. And and then she looked at me and I knew she was telling me, okay, now I really want to go see those chickens again. And she just took off and I just panicked, you know, for a moment. And then I realized, okay, well, that's going to put me on a timeline where it's not going to be what I want. So all I could do, cause you know, I could call her, but she wasn't going to come back. So I said, I sat down 
And I imagined she was there with me and I was petting her. I was so grateful she was there. I was so peaceful she was there. My emotions, my senses, everything was that she was right there by my side. And I was so relaxed and I was going to go back to the house and just feel so grateful for the walk. And, oh, I just felt so good. And I really got into that frequency of that's what the reality was. And then I felt this little wet nose on my hand. (laughs) She'd come back. And then we just sat there and I petted her. And when I got back to the house, they said, that's impossible. That's impossible. She never comes back. She, you know, so that to me is just when you put yourself, like you said, when you put yourself in the experience of what you prefer through your frequency, then that's what you get. So thank you for listening. Would you like to say something about that? Okay. Do you mind if I ask you a couple questions? Well, I don't know. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So the exercise, this is, this is really fun for me is so the exercise that you said is, so you envisioned the interaction with the, the consciousness of the dog, right? With the heart of the dog, you know, well, I felt right. right. For, <laughs> forgive me. So I'm using a layman terms for ease of conversation. So, um, I really can't wait to see you again. What was what was the what was the translation? What does it look like so we can um, exercise some words here? What, so I can't wait to see the dog. Was that pretty much how the heart was translated into the mind? Is nope. that what it would look like? What did it no. look like? It was. This feels so good to have her here with me now. Okay. Oh, okay. So Okay, fine. We'll use your words. Okay. So, okay. So that's perfect. Okay. So I love being with you. Was that the translation? I'm so peaceful and relaxed and satisfied. Okay. (laughs) But at the same time, where's the damn dog? I've lost the dog, right? Well, my peacefulness was from having her there with me. That's where I got got my peace. Okay. And so if there's no such thing as time and space, then the dog instantly knows that you're communicating. So you're not directly communicating with the dog, but you're communicating with yourself. Is that what you're explaining? Exactly. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Good. Now, how do we do it every choice? How do we do it every decision? What do you want? Experience Absolutely. Yep. And so you go and play with it in a way that doesn't take any effort. And that's why I always say, you guys, we got to get on our bikes and start pedaling. We're at the end of the ascension cycle. So don't pedal. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> and nobody, and nobody get me. So, yeah, okay, we got to work really hard, everybody, at not working hard, you know. And so it, it's just so fun to um, exercise with it. And is that what you're suggesting on this conference today? That and also one thing that you have taught me, this is my interpretation. Oh, the birds are getting excited. Uh, you, This is what I glean from you is that when there's some sort of discord or challenge to focus on the spirit and see what it wants to do. And of course, it always wants to play. So I always imagine, okay, if, I was, if I'm in some sort of disconcerting situation, I imagine myself as a dolphin. Well, I would just be dancing in the, in the water. So when you start to play with that, then all the answers come and you start to move toward what's going to help you and away from anything that would continue on with the discord. 
Yeah. So, so re- the reaction, the reaction is, is what you mean by discord. Is that correct? Yes. And, uh, so for example, if I, if you go to the zoo, if you see a monkey, when they're really upset, immediately they start flicking their wrists like, like they're like really, really hard. Like they're releasing all of that discord and then they start to jump and play. You know, it's like an immediate response out of playing with the energy. Okay. So is that why, um, the Siamangs and the gorillas, they, they wipe their poop on the window when you're looking at them in the zoo. Now, why would you bring that up when everything's just so lovely? <laughs> but that's what they're saying. They're saying, quit. Look, I'm not happy in the zoo. Yeah, exactly. I'm not happy in the zoo. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Um, what, how do we explain it in a way that we can, um, I, you know, a lot of times I, I look at children, they're the, they're the best at it, helping us. They, they just do it innately, right? They just, they just jump to one toy to the next, to the next. They, they just light as a butterfly in most cases. What, what could we do? How would we explain it so we could actually put it to the road? Like, how, how, would, we, how would we give somebody a toolbox to say, this is how it works? Do you have an analogy? Yes. So let's use Sinead O'Connor. She was in a severely abusive situation as a child. And she was in so much pain, all she could do was sing because she just, that's all it felt good. So it's going to be different for everybody. What is your creativity? What do you, what's, what can you rely on within yourself to get to the next frequency? Okay. And so, uh, Okay, but there's okay. So there is now. Um, there's an identifier that okay. So we'll use her as an example. Uh, it's a perfect, beautiful example. Um, I've chosen to sing because that feels good. Is what you're saying, right? Because it's all that feels good right now. That, that's all feels good. I'm in prison, and I'm going to sing or, or whatever it is. Okay, so. Um, how do you get the knowledge from the heart that that feels good if you can't find it? Well, when you're in enough pain, oddly, that's when the spirit rises up in a way where you can see it more easily. You don't need to be in trauma for that to happen, but I've noticed that in people when you're in a situation like that, it does come in, or maybe it's just easier to see it because it's dark against the light and the light is more easy to see when you're in pain. Does that resonate? Yeah. So if you didn't have the adversity, if you didn't go all the way backwards, so to speak, I love that bird. That one's so amazing. Listen to it. Yeah. That's incredible. See, nothing I have to say really matters now, right? Uh, this, is, this is a good good to go yeah so if, if you don't see the other side maybe it is a help in this type of human is, is that what you're getting at everything becomes a help when we allow it yeah you don't really have a choice right you you, you can be right now or you can dwell on whatever occurred is, is that what you're getting at that's your beautiful message always. And, and we're just wanting to put it into tactical 
abilities so that anyone who's having a problem right now can say, well, what do I have? What, what is inspiring in, in even the people with project review that are wanting money to begin with something? Well, what, what do you really, really want to do? And it will come, you know, it's the magic of the spirit. So are you saying that everything you're talking about today, um, you didn't plan for, you just went spontaneous today on me? Is that correct? That is correct. So some of the things I'm saying are starting to make sense. (laughs) More sense, let's say more sense. Less sense, no sense. Deeper. How much does that cost? cost? (laughs) 10 cents? (laughs) A lot. It's a lot. A lot. What do you want to play with next? Okay, thank you, thank you for all that. So, on forthepeople.space, there is a new post called "The Shed at Dulwich," and the whole purpose for that post is to tell a true story about a gentleman who wanted to have this really successful restaurant. So he was in marketing and he'd lost his job. So he had all this free time. So he, he created these pictures and this menu and this idea about this great restaurant. And he called it the Shed at Dulwich. And within a very short amount of time, it became number one on the TripAdvisory site. It was London's best kept secret, Britain's best restaurant. And it was the most intriguing place to dine while visiting London all over the Internet. And people were bribing him and trying to get into his restaurant. Well, there was no restaurant. He'd made it all up. But social media had duped everyone to believe there was this magical place that you could go dine at. And the whole purpose of that post, again, is for people to realize how easy it is for us to be duped over social media and how, like, 48 million Twitter users were actually simulated accounts even just five years ago. You know, things like that. It's just ridiculous how we can be persuaded with 100% lies. So, and I want to take it from there. Thank you so much for listening. Okay. So I was, I was trying to free the monkeys and now you're trying to free the monkeys too. So you're in the same boat with me now. Oh, good. Okay. Um, it was kind of it was kind of funny, but okay. Yeah. Um, the the yeah. So this is really fun because you started out perfectly for me. Um, the uh, the envisionment, the entanglement of envisionment, the design of 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 this type of human is to. Um, recreate creativity uh, as you know um to get you suspended in um this reactionary communication so that's why emails are so dangerous and that's why i i really love conference calls so we can we can interact we can talk we can we feel each other that that is a person there um the emails the text messages everything that's all reactionary is what you said to me. And that suspends our creativity. It, it stalls it. Uh, you may think you're networking and you're collaborating through your electronics, but I can, I can, I can um, put emotions into 
uh, your technology. And that's why I continually will um, uh, not allow any iPhones in my life. And as you know, I'm on an iPad right now, but it, it doesn't have any applications. Um, it doesn't have an identity to it. It's completely naked. It just I can get into the Internet, but I don't use any application whatsoever. The applications are the trick. And they're all talking. So when you use your technology now, at least the standardized one, and, and you, you, you do look the, at the Apple devices, um, and it doesn't really matter, Android or otherwise, <clears throat> when, you, when, you, uh, when you, identif- you, you create an identification, your IP address, the barcodes on your uh, body um, are identified that's right. You guys all have an uh, IP address in your physical body uh, unless you clear them. And that signature that I'm using right now to talk to you is recognized by your iPhone. That's why every one of your iPhones has a camera. And I assume that's what you wanted me to talk about. It, that camera is looking at not only your DNA, but your signature card in how much volume of your spirit you're using and how to, uh, let's say, enhance the experience of reactionary communication. And this is not to be a negative conversation. This is a very positive conversation. You've been duped with your technology. Again, uh, elephants don't carry around an iPhone, and you shouldn't either. And uh, these these products were designed to to not only manage you uh, proactively and reactionary that both are very valuable um, it's to gauge where you're at and react to what you're going to re- remember these folks are very very patient and uh, it it's noticed that all children have um, an iPhone all of a sudden, very interesting. And they're playing games and watching cartoons and they look so innocent. That's the goal. Is that what you want me to talk about? Thank you for covering that. So that's how they get the children, but how they get the adults is still fake news. And that's the next thing I'm going to cover. Would you like to cover that too? There's no such thing as fake news. It's real news. It just was <laughs> on the news. <laughs> I want, I want, okay, so I want my own news station called the old. Yes. The, the old. old. Okay. Yes. That's what of- okay. All right. Where are you steering me today, man? You got, you got this going today. You're killing it. <laughs> okay. Again, I have something you said that is so brilliant that I'm going to give an analogy for. So, and this was a couple of shows ago. You said, this is what they don't want you to know. You are thinking backward when you use your heart to observe the knowledge you have from source and then translate it through the mind is what they don't want you to know. And then you said, that statement will bring me weeks and weeks of attention, (laughs) which it has, hasn't it? (laughs) Yeah, so um, the the topic that... uh, uh, the topic, well, I'm always, I always want to find ways to narrow it down so that we, we can observe it for ourselves, not, not coming from me. Um, the, the 
the, the difference between um, the, the way we experience and or observe the experience is so um, that that's what the, that's what these geneticists uh, really want. They, they want you to really know you did something and never forget it. And your spirit doesn't act like that. Your spirit wants to go create without any doubt, fear, guilt, whatsoever. It has no, no stopping. You cannot stop spirit. It just will go and go and go. It just doesn't even, there's no deliberation with spirit. There's no, uh, there's no thought. There's just, it's just excitement. There's just one. If there's, if there was a law in the universe and there isn't, is you're, you're creating period. Uh, as one of my favorite musicians would say, even when you don't make a choice, you've made a choice. You can't stop creating. You're just not going to, it's, it's life. And that's why this universe is so incredible. So um, you're, you're right in, in the compartment that you, you, you reminded me that we talked about last time is um, if you can break that in collectively uh, the bad guys, that are doing just fine, by the way, they do not like that. They do not like me talking about stop thinking, just stop thinking and just go create, just go have an unbelievable, exciting choice. Every choice. They cannot stand you understanding that. Do you think that helped? Of course. Beautiful. As always. Thank you. I nailed you. I nailed you. Cause I you said, did. Do you think, see, you, I got you. I finally got you. Okay, you got me. I admit it. But I wasn't thinking when I answered you. <laughs> I was excited. Okay. Did, did you want to Did you wanna gl- gloat with that for a minute? <laughs> nice. There, there, may be, um, there may be an opportunity for um, the mermaid to call in after she has a seaweed latte, but... There is a chance that the mermaid will call in. Do we have any questions for her, maybe? Well, everything can be for her. Whatever she, she would like to contribute is always wonderful. Would you like That's me to not- just move forward and see if she calls in? Or is she here? Yeah, please. Yeah, please. Go ahead. Okay. So the your comment about working backward. I'm going to explain. Is she there now? Yep, she sure is. Good job. Hi, I can feel you. (laughs) Hello, how are you? Fantastic, how are you? Great, thank you. Lovely to hear you both. (laughs) Carry on, don't let me don't let me interrupt. (laughs) I'll just jump I'll just jump on in if I can. (laughs) <laughs> okay, great. Okay. So um, we're moving forward from the topic of the mainstream media can convince people in their head of anything, the most absurd, ridiculous falsehoods of all. So there's one person that was in the news uh, quite a while ago, and I'm going to start backward from their their spirit, who they were as a spirit, and then move forward from there to who they were when they were condemned as a bad person when they actually will see where they are or were they not. So this being was George Washington. 
his beautiful spirit. He was a time-traveling soldier. And he was all about by the people, for the people. He really wanted to create a republic for people to, let's say, make decisions for themselves. So he was a founding father, and he was the first president of the United States. And he did his best to establish America as a republic, and he had a lot to do with the Constitution of the United States. And he was called the father of this country. So would either of you like to say anything about George Washington? Um, uh, it's a brilliant time in the history of the United States uh, of America is what everyone's calling that geography because there was someone who really could see the future, as you said, a uh, time traveler. And that's, and that's why the constitution has so much uh, capacity even today uh, because when you look at the evolution of, of humans and the industrial, and, and then observing, wow, that's beautiful. Uh, to see the, the, the industrial, if you had awareness of how the banks and the industrial revolution was going to work, that, that's exactly the capacity and capabilities George had is to really see if we're going to build up this uh, by the way, uh, we're going to demoralize and destroy a civilization that's already established, Native Americans. Um, they, they could. You got to rem- remember when you're on the train, you can't always stop the engine; it keeps going for a while, and that's what George was dealing with, and that's why he was brilliant for me. Is the the, the biggest uh, impact one man could could make when you have a freight train coming down on you just, just incredibly incredibly successful even to this day many people many people know who he is thank you beautiful mermaid did you want to share anything no no i'm not i'm not as buffed up on american history as you guys so just <laughs> <laughs> you got bigger problems don't you you're dealing with the queen <laughs> that is true literally okay so this beautiful spirit um, a significant portion let's say of that beautiful spirit before i go forward now george washington was actually an african-american he was a black man correct yeah maybe maybe mulatto but of course okay so george washington that spirit part of that spirit went to the poorest country in the world, and he brought it to the highest standards of living. And he implemented something very much like the Constitution there. And what I'm going to share is a lot of his, what he did for the people, which I imagine the mainstream media in America never covered. In fact, they told lies. So he created almost no homelessness, homelessness or illiteracy. And there was a child trade bazaar, stealing children, having sex with them and selling them. And he shut that down. And he built a very, very strong education system, including scholarships for children to go to school abroad, which was completely funded 
by the republic. I'm going to call it a republic. He created a national fund for citizens. So they had revenue from all the oil. He also discovered the aquifer underneath the desert. And he wanted to give water to all of Africa. So he created the world's largest irrigation system for agriculture, which was bombed by, I'll let you fill that in later. And then uh, if you wanted to get gas there, well, he was, oh, by the way, he, he wanted to be called a brotherly leader and guide. That was his title. He wasn't president. He was to be called the brotherly leader and guide. So if you want to make gas, it was 14 cents per liter most of the time when he was there. Every citizen received 15% down payment on the price of their car from the government. Newlyweds were gifted $50,000 for a good start. And in his constitution, this little book that he created for everyone to have and hold so they could see what their rights were, he said, everyone deserves to have their own home so they feel safe and they can build. So the people actually owned their home, unlike people in America who think they own it, but the government actually still owns it. So he wanted everyone to have a really good quality of life. And he considered having a home a basic human right. There were hardly any women working when he first became the brotherly leader and guide. And he created equal opportunity according to what you love. So he said to them, what you really, really love to do, please go to school for that. We will pay for it, men and women. So the women became very liberated, very powerful there. And the relationships between men and women, apparently from the feedback there, was much, much stronger. And he boosted literacy, female literacy, from the lowest to the highest in the region. And unemployed citizens received an average salary for their profession. So if someone got paid $100,000 for being uh, a lawyer, then if they weren't employed, then they received that as well. And it didn't, there was no repercussions. It seemed to work because people wanted to work. And they had free health care. Every single person under his republic had free health care. They all got a loan if they wanted a loan, and there was no interest on that loan for anybody. They had free schooling. They had free electricity. And at the time of his assassination, there was zero debt in his country. And their reserve, the National Reserve, was $150 million. And he was in the process of gold backing his dollar to free his country. So the fake news told us something very, very different. There's a whole, whole lot more, but I, I'd like you guys to have a chance to say something. So thank you. Go ahead. So are you calling me out? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> Well, you can share. I mean, maybe a lot of people know who that is, but if they don't, why don't you go ahead and share who that is? Okay. So, um, well, it is very important information that um, 
the delineation of time and the the topics at hand here um, uh, are are simultaneous and they, they haven't changed. So we still want those same as a collective, we still want those same values. Everyone deserves shelter. And by the way, the planet's resources are yours. The planet wants to provide for you. Everyone deserves everything. And the reason people enjoy work is because they go and work at things they enjoy doing. To this day, I still love improving a home. Um, changing it it's like art for for many men and and many women is is we like to work we love to create we're creators we just love it and we have so much dexterity now in these bodies are so brilliant so that's that's the the way you presented that information uh is amazing and i just want to remind everybody that was only a few minutes ago that the uh, George, the, we're, we're not ta- Abraham Lincoln, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That was yesterday for me. Um, we must realize these values are still what we really uh, prefer. We we like um, each other. <laughs> There's no segregation. There should never be any segregation. And it one thing that uh, perked me up when you were talking was uh, your technology is ancient. Uh, the combustion uh, combustion engine is ancient. It's obviously very crude in some respects, but it's it's very valuable too because it's a natural resource for you. I I, I like the idea of us using maybe uh, the algae f- fuels if we're going to use combustion or or uh, water technology, hydrogen, and so forth. But um, a vapor compression cycle for sure. But um, the, all these values still exist, wouldn't you say? Yes, and thank you for bringing up Abraham Lincoln. We can also bring up JFK and Gaddafi, all assassinated because they were gold-backing the dollar to free the people. And Saddam Hussein, all enemies of the people, according to the mainstream media. Yeah. um, I've never, I didn't think you were all that, that interested in politics. Interesting. I know nothing of politics. <laughs> I, I just love people. I just love people. Yeah. No, it's it's obvious. There's a there's an agenda there, and so I like I I really like folks to there's a there's a bigger story to in intrinsic what I'm calling intrinsic control of your reality, and that's what you just explained is is when you have this propaganda about your past and where you're going. Um, very powerful tool intrinsically, but um, trust that there is a bigger story controlling the narrative that is controlling the narrative. There, there are people even at a different level than that, and there's a bigger agenda. And I, I, I feel that's what you're touching on today is why would they want to suppress our creativity? Why, why, would, what, what, why is there so much interest in suppressing technology? What and and I'm gonna I'm gonna sum it up right now. Here's why: because they don't want, and they, I'm getting tired of saying it. There are individuals who do not want you to learn your spirit and can control weather and the creative reality 
for all of us. They don't want you to know how powerful you are. That's it. That, that there's just one story. And so that's just one tool you explained to, to observe it because certainly we want everyone to have transportation so you could go to work. So it's, it's not money. They don't, None of the controllers you've observed care about money. They care about genetics. It's always going to be genetics. Don't let them understand that they are God, source, a light being. Make them believe they're a human. Make them have boundaries and hurdles. And I want this to be a very positive call today, but doesn't that make more sense? Why do you think you don't have instant healing machines? No one wants you to heal. And, but I really want this to be positive because it's, it's all over right now. All we have to do is make the choice, wouldn't you say? Excellent. Does the mermaid want to share something about this? I had to duck out for a minute, so I missed that last section. So, I, nope, I've got nothing to say. Okay. I'm, I'm well, back, nice, nice to hear your voice. <laughs> so Thank just you. to... <laughs> uh, just to sort of finish off so that everyone sort of has a full picture. So this gentleman who is probably someone who everyone, most people, it's in 90% of America may have hated, may have thought was a monster. He did not allow fake news. He didn't allow, he did not allow Hollywood or Bollywood in his country. And if you wanted to be a farmer in his country, they would give you prime farming land a farming house, farming equipment, seeds, and livestock, all for free and help you in any way they could because they were for the people. And he was going to personally go back because of his money was their money. It was, it was all from the reserves. He was going to back all the money so that all of Africa could be free from the oligarchs. And... What they did, because his, his people loved him so much, he would go out in the streets and they would just cheer and cheer and cheer like we've never seen. You know, maybe like President Trump, but half the people and not half, but a few groups of people don't like President Trump here. But Gaddafi in Libya was loved by all of his people. From what, when you look at everything that the people that lived there said, he was their, their friend. He was their brother. He was someone who looked after them. And we were not told that at all. I feel like you wanted to share something. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it is really tough to observe those events. Um, obviously now um, Iraq, Iran, uh, Libya, they all, uh, m- most of the African countries understood getting off, getting away from um, the fiat money uh, was a solution. Um, and they got it right uh, because the revenue, the gross, uh, the, the product of their country was, of course, the people. So when they produce something and um, not as, a lot of oil comes out of there, but it's not as much as you might think. So that's that's even more valuable to a country that does doesn't have the capability. It's not very big to to manufacture a lot of things when you're when you're looking at our modern um, uh, commerce systems, uh, means of exchange systems. 
So uh, when you have such a controlling force like the U.S. dollar, uh, it, you you have to get really creative to to make revenue for your people because you're you don't manufacture a lot and you want to trade with everybody. Uh, well, it came real clear that, that somebody is controlling the whole process, and you know all all economics for me is 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 flawed, but. Um, what they realized and recognized is the means of exchange had to be something of substance. If I built a home, it uh, people people get to live in it. There's nothing more, nothing less, and uh, the value uh, the values change once you use an asset as uh, a monetary uh, measurement tool. And of course, gold is 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 one way to do that. Um, I would I would prefer seashells, but apparently gold is is shiny and pretty and heavy. Okay, fine. Um, no, gold is why gold is so valuable is it keeps growing. It 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 is one of the minerals you have that is is living. Uh, there are many minerals. Everything's alive, obviously, but uh, gold it, it it actually grows. So a lot of people who have like a cougaran, uh old old coin. It looks tarnished because it's been used. That's usually not the case. It's actually grown out of its mold. And so that's why gold is so valuable, at least in the Babylonian times and so forth. But um, it's, it's tough for me to, to, to watch people not recognize that Saddam Hussein is probably the bravest person they'll ever see to break the U.S. dollar and the debt slavery oil reserve system whatever terms you like um i do if i'm going to ever make a t-shirt it will be a picture of saddam hussein and it will say hero underneath it and and many many others there uh he represented the people and you only got to see him screaming in a military outfit Uh, the military outfit was designed so you would know that they're at war with the whole process they didn't want to fight anybody when you went invaded when america went invaded iraq Trust me, I have good information. I'm taking great care with these words. When you went and invaded Iraq, they all went home. There was no one to fight. And the only people you fought were, were uh, hired contractors from, another, from a country that wasn't even from people around the world. Their, their hired contractors were brainwashed and mind-controlled. The Iraqi military went home. If you, can't, you can't fight with someone if they don't fight, right? So that's so, what I have to say about that. So they believed if they if they went home, so to speak, and didn't fight, that the um, American troops would turn around because it's like you know, hands up. We're like we're not fighting, and yet they still got yeah, the it was destroyed, and there weren't even any soldiers fighting. And we see a complete lie on the news. That, yeah, I mean, it was it's just so it was, okay. Fine, we'll just blow up some buildings so it looks like they're fighting. And yeah. I mean, obviously, when you can just push a button and, and throw a bomb right down the middle of the building. Mm. It, no, no manpower is really needed to push a button and have a, uh, a guided missile go down the middle. Of, and it takes 10 minutes to blow up the town, really. Um, mm. And so they, they lingered it out. The military does not screw around. They don't, they don't take theater uh, lightly. <laughs> mm. uh, it only takes about 10 minutes to destroy an entire city. So why would you take years to do it to pretend there's a war going on? That's all that was about. 
I hope that helps a little bit. Excellent. Thank you. And just to be clear for the people, so we were talking about Gaddafi, but Saddam Hussein did something very, very similar for his people. And so a lot of the people who are just crucified on the news are actually people who are simply contributing their whole life force to making sure their country is sovereign and free. And then the old Go ahead. Yeah, forgive me. Um, so Gaddafi, uh, two-part series, one-part question. Um, so the reason Gaddafi is so uh, brilliant for me is uh, the energetics of Libya. That That is, a, if you look at the uh, upper half of Africa, you'll actually see uh, that that whole strip is uh, perceived as desert now. And it was not that way uh, it was always green. It was always lush. Uh, those are the ancient wars. Those are the ancient energetic wars that have stripped that whole place because that is truly uh, uh, viable, uh, tenaciously fought after region on your planet for for eons of time. The top of Africa, that 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 core area is energetic, uh, not only with uh, vortices and portals, but it also holds many, many um, history lessons for us from uh, the development of the universe. And so that's why that is such a widely coveted area. I hope that helps a little bit. Beautiful. Thank you. And also, of course, the aquifer and the water that Qaddafi had flowing to his people. Uh, Obama bombed it. He destroyed it. And all the water was shut down from the people, which started off a lot of troubles. And of course, America, not America, but let's call it the old empire. If we're talking about the old empire and the domain, again, it's dark against light. Go ahead. Yeah. And so uh, one, so when you look at, um, when you, when you have uh, vortices and portal technology, along with um, those large water tables, and the natural flow of the oceans there and, and the mountains and the regions the way it, uh, all the way to Egypt. If, if, you, if you start looking at how the earth uses its blood flow, which is water, this is a water planet. And uh, that, when you consume it and you transfer and transfer over legacies of genetics, uh, generation after generation, guess what happens? you get really, you get all your stuff back. So um, having really high frequency water is one way you can get all of your legs back underneath you because um, it's working with um, a higher dimensional being, which is your planet. And, and that's one of, one of many reasons why that was such a coveted area. Thank you. Mermaid, did you want to share? No, 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 that was beautiful. I just, it's so nice to speak the truth about these people because I, I think we we don't realize that a lot of people don't know these true stories um, about the people you've just mentioned. Like it, that just came up recently, the Saddam Hussein story, and everyone was shocked when, when I said what really happened. And I was like, I didn't realize that no one knew. So it's, so, it's just so sad that most of the world... Yeah, I think that some it was a totally different situation than than just a hero trying to save his country from a 
you know, going on the US dollar and the slavery basically and being free and then they're all just bombed to death for nothing and nobody knows the truth. But that's the fake news for you and the power it has. We're living in the Truman Show. Yeah, and so I would add that that's they win both ways. They got us talking about it again. They got us remembering the event. Mm. So the more we keep reinvigorating, repumping up the tires, is really the game. They, the, the, yeah, the, the trauma has an intrinsic level, but the spiritual level of, of living in the past is what they're going for. So now you have us mm. t- dialoguing about the past again is all they're going for. Another trauma, another trauma, another trauma. Does that make sense? Yeah. We're actually revealing the truth, which is that was nowhere in the past. So in a lot of ways, I totally agree with what you're saying, but we also need to reveal the truth so people can be free and know what's going on and not recreate it. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. There's no other way. There's no, there's no way around it <laughs> to say that happened. It sure did. How do we stop it from happening? Not having it happen again. Okay, cool. How did we let it happen? This is oh. how it happened. <laughs> this is the next part. <laughs> Thank you for that. It was a perfect lead in. So the way they got in there and destroyed Libya and Iraq was through the mainstream media, through all the newspapers, magazines, television, radio, pod, everything. They just bombarded lies so that everyone believed what they were saying. They also created the Libyan rebel army. I believe that was America, but let's just call it the old empire because there's really, the people aren't really what's doing it. It's the old empire energy of, we can't let these people wake up and realize who they are. So they created this Libyan rebel army and they made them look like they were Qaddafi's people going in and killing his people. So it made it look like he was killing his own people, which was a bold-faced lie. It was, let's say, America who funded them and created them and put them to work to go in and make it look like Gaddafi was doing something he wasn't doing. They also uh, created this massacre of protesters, and they blamed that on Gaddafi when it was actually al-Qaeda, who was created by, again, the same people that created the Libyan rebel army. So they created, you know, problem solution. They created the problem and blamed it on Gaddafi. And then they pointed the finger at him. And even when they pointed the finger at him for this, for this massacre of these protesters, he said, I didn't do it. Al-Qaeda did it, but I have the money. I will give them reparations. So then the news said, well, if you gave reparations, then you must have done it. (laughs) But, you know, his spirit was just pure love. And how can I help? So the kinder he was, the more it just worked against him, but not now because the truth is coming up. We're going to see who he is. So the mainstream media just kept on lying and lying and lying and lying. And probably most of America believed every single word. And Obama, who was in power at that time, kept on making it look like in his speeches that this dictator was so violent and he was giving the dictator in Libya every chance to back off. But, oh, no, he wasn't. So we're going to have to go in and assassinate him. So this beautiful man who everyone loved, and I'm so sorry, but I'm going to say it. They they killed him in the most horrific way. They raped him. They sodomized him with a sword publicly and they assassinated him 
on video and they posted those videos all over the place to humiliate the light. That's the old empire. And I'm sorry I said that, but this is what we're up against. And this is what we are victorious against right now because we are telling the truth right now and the whole world can see that they can reference this and they're going to find that everything we're saying is true. I want to free the spirit of Gaddafi and Saddam, anyone who's been hard done by, by the old empire. It's over. The old empire is over and it's time for the truth. So thank you for listening. Well done. Well done. Well done. And that's a fact, Jack. Yeah, I got chills. And I thank you for your bravery. And, and that's exactly what happened. And, um, now, um, they wouldn't do that in the Ukraine, would they? I was thinking they they wouldn't do that there, would they? I know. Speaking of spirits. (laughs) Um, we have a, uh, Ukrainian woman that comes, uh, in our, in our reality every couple of weeks. And, uh, we get firsthand information, I assure you, many different ways, but uh, that that one um, stands out currently, and that one's getting cleaned up really quick, though, so that's really good news. It, it is the same playbook, though. You, you see how it's the same playbook. Now, what is the solution? So if we're going to bitch, we got to have a solution, don't you think? Truth. Awakening. Okay. So are we going to keep – so in the medieval times, we had homing pigeons. Now we have iPhones. So my solution is quit using these things and just use the phone. Just call each other again. Uh, And then if you want to go hang out with each other, you do it physically. Um, Anybody else got a better idea? I don't know what that would be. So do you think the solution would be not worrying about anything worldly and just going in your like, like it's, it's, I, it's confusing because half of me thinks the solution would be, yeah, going back to the old times, all we can't though, but all communication, all the iPhones gone, and it's like living on a on a little quiet island, and you're just focusing on yourself and your family and your community. But it's like we've come too far to go back to that. We have the phones and all the news and all the goings on at our fingertips. Did you so say like, how do you? Okay, did how you, do you go backwards? Okay. Is that what a bogan is? <laughs> okay, whatever. Anyway. Uh, I just want to know what it is. I don't I know. Fellow Aussies. Sorry okay. Anyway, anyway, thanks for joining the show. Yeah, it, it, it is. I, I want us all to come up with the solution. Um, this is not to um, be disingenuous to the topic, Asha. It, it's brilliant. You brilliantly observed by you uh, and critical that we start looking at the ways we're communicating and falling. Um, I will say uh, in the future, your capabilities of discernment are getting so strong that regardless of this technology that's being pumped at us, uh, obviously the agenda, we'll, we'll see through it very clearly. It's going to get really easy. And most of us will not prefer uh, to play with them and believe someone else's story until we go actually see it for ourselves. And uh, I, I find great comfort in that. Um, wouldn't you say most of the folks you interact with, Asha, are starting to smell things quicker than they used to? Is that a fair statement? Yes, and, and I really appreciate everything both of you shared. Those are really great ideas. And I'm going to come back to how I started this, which was, Q said we need to work backward, which is why I started with the spirit. So the spirit of George Washington 
in the spirit of Gaddafi shows us if we'd gone backward first and said, well, who is that? Who is that spirit? Then we would have known, well, that's someone for the people. And if we look at uh, who's running Ukraine or apparently running Ukraine, we look at that spirit. That's Napoleon, the dictator, Napoleon. And when Mm. you go backward and you see who's in that body, it's not always going to be 100% the same kind of qualities. But when when we go into our spirit and say, who's in there? What's their intentions? Are they in their heart or are they in there for power? Then we will know. And it's really fun when you start to just feel their spirit and feel who are they. Yeah, that's so perfect. So it's the, the, whole, the whole theme here is to, if everyone could, um, well, not only discern the truth with their heart, but read, read an individual like I know Q does really easily, but the spirit signature of somebody there'd be no confusion of who's who and what's what and what's going on. So, yeah, that's really beautiful. We'll all get there, I suppose. Thank you for sharing that, both of you. It's it's so beautiful to have this conversation because everyone feels like they're expanding very quickly. You know, this information is probably something a lot of people already did know just from the past year of listening to King shows. Go ahead. Yeah. The, the uh, so the free, so a normal, a, a model you might want to look at uh, if we could standardize a way to describe how it works in, uh, uh, in our power. So we're po- so powerful. Now I'll do my best to explain that when you make choices that are high frequency, that's what you get. If you make low frequency choices, that's what you get. So participating with the drama as a simple uh, salutation, uh, you get the drama. If you don't participate with it, you don't get. Uh, f- forgive me for fumbling the words, but it it should be getting far more easy to recognize um, these situations. So, um, if you don't want to go to the grocery store and the wife does, don't do it. And, and I know I'm going to piss off all the wives, but I just want to give something common that we all live with every day. Um, that is a choice that has a delta between dimensions. I really just want to sit on the lawn and play with the kids is a different dimension than the wife telling you you have to go to the shoe store. Um, I don't really want to go is a lower frequency choice, but I have to because my wife told me to. And it's, I'm just really not making, uh, the, the topic is not important. It's just that this is how powerful you are now. So yeah. when you're really excited to go climb that mountain, that's a different dimension. When you're excited to go run with the dog, that's a different dimension than having to do something reactionary. Uh, do you think that helped, Asha? Oh, of course. I feel like maybe the mermaid wanted to share something. Oh, um, yeah, you always know. How was your seaweed latte anyway? <laughs> it's delicious. It's not lying. <laughs> it's delicious. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, that is, it is really important. And I'm, I'm practicing this every single day. And it's really, it is about the small choices that um, all, all my life and most of us we've taken for granted. Um, and so a high frequency being on other planets and in other dimensions. Uh, so simply they're staying at their high frequency because they're, 
the way I envision it. They're floating around doing exactly what feels good at all times and everyone else is doing the same. And so everyone else uh, respects and encourages um, their choices and they're, they're just little choices. So I do try to talk about this with peers and stuff and I feel like it's lost on people just the small choices. I think they, they think we're talking about like, you know, maybe your husband wants to go buy a new house but you want to stay in this town or like major choices. That's kind of obvious. I'm, we're kind of talking about your daily your daily choices. Um, so if you're really wanting to work on yourself and expand your con- consciousness and live in a higher frequency, that's, that is simply through following your heart's desires and what feels good and what doesn't. And so your head is like, oh, I, I really should go. My, my friends are expecting me to go and I haven't showed up the last three times. They're going to think I'm rude. I, best, I guess I better. That's your head. There's nothing there from the heart. And then no doubt you'll have not a very good experience and traffic and, you know, all the, all the negative synchronicity that comes with it. And then you've uh, stooped to a lower dimension for the rest of the day because you made the choice through your head and not your heart. So it's simple, but um, yeah, if everyone just, if everyone on the planet practiced that in everyday choices, uh, we would instantly be as Q loves the fifth dimension, no, in higher, dim- <laughs> in higher dimensions, it would be a higher frequency planet instantly. So, yeah, simple but obvious, I suppose. Huh. Huh. Thank you for sharing that. So beautiful. I also wanted to share that. Let's say you're a new mom. You're really exhausted. You have to go to work, but your baby, you've got a baby, you've got to change the diapers. And you really don't want to do that. If you focus on, I really don't want to do that, that's not going to work out. But if you focus on, I love this little baby so much, and you look at its little smile, and you find a new frequency of something you don't want to do because of your heart. So you can get that done with joy and with a high frequency. And you can do this even with people who are grown up, and they say, do you want to go here? You don't really want to go there, but you, if you really love that person, you're going to want to go. So that's sort of a way around things that don't really feel good, even though it might be helpful to change the baby's diapers, that type of thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, you guys are running a really good show today. Call me next week. This is great. See if you can have me on. I like this. <laughs> we'll call it the Mermaids 101 because we've got two here, not just me. Uh, well we've got three really don't we yep (laughs) we must sound like such dorks to people who are unaware they must sound like where is your trident today by the way i don't see it (laughs) (laughs) yeah sorry left it on the rocks up front Um, yeah brilliantly done asha um the, the there's just so many great opportunities here um you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of um, the military for obvious reasons, but, you know, Wano Sabin's got it right. The history is important. Um, and in retrospect, we do get to learn. We get to uh, observe what we prefer if we, if we keep making the same choices over and over again. Um, I feel like a lot of this information is redundant. We've just peppered at least the internet, we've just peppered disclosure about all the things, uh, certainly all the things I've seen underground and, and off planet and the agendas. Um, 
And so for me, the, the, uh, the, what we might call positive propaganda, disclosure of many topics, uh, history, it is, uh, tuckered out for me. Now we just have to put it into play. And that is, and just, just have a blast and spend your money, everyone. It's just energy. Just get rid of it. It'll, it just, it'll show back up in, in your life. Just, just if, as long as you keep moving your creative force, everything will show up on time. Every person will show up on time. Every resource, I guarantee you. <laughs> Without any doubt and fear is the key though, isn't it? It's the only thing that holds it back, holds that flow back. Yeah, that's a human trait. That is not mm-hmm. our trait. We, mm-hmm. we, we, we inherited these traits from, from the mind and the reactions and, and uh, the drama of these modern societies. And it's, unfortunately, it's been engineered that way. Um, most of the aliens um, that I've interacted with that are willing to communicate, there's not very many. They, they're not very good uh, negotiators because um, they only have one way or else. But the ones uh, uh, that I do communicate with, and I mean face-to-face, they've told me straight up, no one's going to understand what you're saying, and they're not going to figure it out. And you can get on any radio show, and you can tell everyone you're blue in the face, and you can infuse people. They're betting that you're not going to understand how to do it. That's what they're going for. And that's why you get all these reactionary events and and things getting blown up in, in beautiful islands and and fake diseases that are really designed to be the black plague of the past. They're just redoing things over and over again so that you don't figure out the puzzle. So that's just brilliant, Asha. Every day you work very hard helping people figure out the puzzle. Is, is, that, is, that, your, is that your charter? Is that, is that why you're here? I love people and I love you guys and thank you for what you've been sharing. I had a question for you, Q. Is it all right? Your permission to ask a question? Thanks for asking permission. That's, you know, I just love questions. I just love us always collaborating and questioning everything, just anything you have. Let's play with it. When the aliens say that to you, oh yeah, you're not going to make a difference. Is there any chance they're bluffing because they know we're all waking up and we're so genius and everyone's going to get it and they just want to make you give up? It's exactly why they do it because they, they know, I know they're bluffing. They can't lie to me. They know they can't lie to me. Like, but they're playing. They know the end of the game. They know it's over. They always know it's over. It's almost always over. It's such a small compartment. We're in, we're a tiny little population. If you look at the rest of the universe, we're tiny. We're tiny little th- things. Not only are we small, we're on a very small region of your universe. You're on a very small planet in a very small solar system, and everything about you is tiny, tiny. If you're a twenty foot giant, you'd be considered an ant. Okay, you not only with your capabilities, but um, that's that is the, the the goal is to not know what you are not nothing more nothing less. they know they can't control us they that it's the few that they can is what they're going for. they're just going for a few and that's why they, they you got a few, few the 
mermaid swimming. Okay, hang on. Go um, ahead. No, I was just going to say, because I know you love solutions as well and um, speaking forward and positive. Uh, so when we were talking about well, everything we've just spoken about, but the main the main trap for people, even once they've uh, woken up and they've, uh, you know, worked out that they're living in a false reality and they know a lot about the truth. Um, what I've observed is the main problem is we're still prisoners of the mind. So if your your mind is um, going on a loop usually. So I wanted to talk about it. We can talk about it later because I'm kind of digressing, but it just came up that it was important, but our minds from what I can see is like on a, on a loop and everyone has their own loop of issues of worry, doubt and fear. Usually there's some, something going on in there and it starts probably in the early teen years. And then you just have this loop going, running in your mind forever. And it's, it is what is imprisoning every individual. And, um, I mean, that's what we're all working towards to, to be free of the mind and live in our heart. Do we have any, um, more, I don't know, advice and, and methods and just, you know, so people really understand when they're they're pl- replaying those loops rather than living from their heart, like to free themselves from that bondage. Yeah, it's it's the real work now, isn't it, is, is just being excited about every choice. And it gets so old, uh, my words, I, I know, but um, – Stop thinking. Uh, Ron was probably a better communicator about this. You just have to stop thinking. And observe thought after inspiration, excitement, joy, your passion. So you, uh, as an example, there's no passion and joy and excitement of suing somebody. I really want to take something from them because they did something to me in the past. As an example, mm. there's no way there that was wrong. And I'm going to make it right now. You owe me money is impossible to live at a high, high frequency, mm. especially when the other person doesn't believe they owe them any money. It's, it's a beautiful tool. Uh, your maritime law, your court systems actually ch- show you uh, a very good tool, how identity um, works to stop progressive creativity. And um, for me, I'm constantly uh, working very hard to find even a better way to communicate this and, and talk about it. And that is we're thinking backwards because we're doing it reactionary. We're, we're not proactively getting excited and then observing mm. it to the, to the brain. We're, we're, we're doing it. We're going the other way, trying to find our heart. I better go do this. And then my heart will be happy. It doesn't work that way. Mm. I can't wait to do it. And then the brain reacts. And that's what enlightenment should really be focusing on. If, if that's the terms we like is practicing, stop thinking and everything will fall into place. So you're a spirit and then you power the genetics of your body Everything after spirit is after spirit. Everything outside of your spirit is outside of you. So something has to power the brain and the brain is not powering you. That is what they don't want and or the geneticists who create you don't want you to know. The brain is being controlled by spirit, your consciousness. You're making, you're the powerhouse and came into a body and then processing the experience and observing the experience. 
and there's so many so many great people listening to this that have heard it so many times and are tired of hearing this. They know it. Now I ask everyone, how do we start with our first generations, our third generations, our next generation? How do we how do we make sure we transfer this information to the generations? For you, Asha. Thank you, both of you. Absolutely beautiful. We are spirit, and the spirit is used to instantaneous, let's call it, creation. So if we begin living as the spirit, like in the example with the dog, becoming the experience that you want, because that's what the spirit's used to doing. Oh, this feels so good. Then you bypass the mind. You're not going... You're not even thinking, what do I want to do? You're just becoming what you know feels better. So the more we do that, and the more we turn off the news, and the more we put down our iPhone, we don't pick it up again, and the more we question everything, and then discern through our heart, it's all going to work out as we're seeing. Everything is getting better. The dark is dying. The light is growing. It's all working out. And thank you so much to Q and the Mermaid, because you are probably the most significant reason why this planet is ascending. So thank you. Yeah, it's, it's um, a privilege and honor to say that, that we've done this so many times and, um, and to recognize it is, is, is really, uh, enjoyable it, it it never gets old to see us break through of these things any any boundaries whether it's babylonian times or earlier it it um been an ongoing uh, um, opportunity for us each time we do this and um it's thrilling it's just it's just so amazing that we figure it out we we're, we're gonna figure it out all, all of us collectively um, not sure the clones are going to make it, but <laughs> otherwise it, it, there's, there's just this next few years is if you want to measure time, uh, is really fantastic. It is going to be a wild ride for some, but I assure you the future is incredible. We've done the most, the, the bulk of the work is done just by self-education, self-awareness, self-realization. It is coming. Everything's changing. You're, you're, you even, even, even the uh, weakest of neighbors is figuring it out, wouldn't you say? Bravo, absolutely. What do you have to say, Mermaid? She said just what you oh, have to say. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you guys carry on again. It went quiet on my end for a minute, so sorry. Well, what is the message you'd like to leave everyone with, Q? Wow, time is up. Mm. Once again, oh, how does that happen? <laughs> when you're having fun... Well, we have, we have to make light of that, don't we? Um, when the three of us collaborate and talk, um, it, we change time. And this is a perfect example. I can't wait to hear the next question you have 
the mermaid can't, we'll assume the opposite, the answers. We're having so much fun collaborating. We didn't even know we've been doing this for two hours now, did we? <laughs> Goes really fast. Yeah. And so I can't get enough of it because we just proved right now that we're all time travelers. We're all time travelers if we do what we're really excited about. Is that a fair analogy, Asha? <laughs> Love it. Love it. Time flies when you're having fun is is an okay statement. Yeah. Really is because you're not measuring it. You're just excited. And and now remember when you were a kid and you were playing in the front yard with the neighbors and and all of a sudden mom calls and says it's dinner time. Like, wait a minute, I just got out here. But you'd been yeah. out there all day. I was going to say, as you start to ascend and, and uh, live at a higher frequency, time does start to work in your favor as time isn't really real. So it bends, it bends and stretches in your favor. Suddenly you don't have to rush and stress the way you used to because you're not doing things that are rushing, you know, that are stressful. It's, I don't know, it just fully, it's amazing how it stretches and bends in your favor when you start living from the heart and you're like, oh my gosh, what an amazing experience at the beach today or whatever you did that was lovely. It just went on and on and on. Uh, and in the past, if you were worrying and stressed and whatnot, it just went so fast and, you know, oh, I don't have time and it's already, it's already dinner time and no, uh, so it's really interesting. I love, I love, I love watching that. Yeah. The dream. So the dream state is, is the fun state. The dream state is the creative force that dreaming from the heart that uh, that's the best I can do is just to remind us all to exercise with it, exercise with it, and just play with it and dance with it, and uh, and report back if you have if you have a better way to uh, analyze it, or communicate about it, uh, teach. I, I want to be the first to hear about it, and uh, I'll end with that: is we're all dreamers, we're all creators, and we're brilliant at it. Uh, my great, great love to you all who are listening. And Asha, you are brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you, both of you. Awesome spending time with you. Thank you, everyone who's listening. We appreciate you very, very much. We love you. And we're looking forward to you joining us on the next show, Project Review with you. And see you there. Bye-bye. Bye, Asha. Bye, everybody.